0: primary ignition. This is Star Wars.
1: Look out. Core. World.
2: Yes.
0: You may
2: fire when ready. From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Grax Kondak, and you're listening to Core World News, your whole net news service, providing in-depth coverage of all the latest stories from around the galaxy. Now, a your segment rundown, September 29th, 2022. End or cameo. Let us now join Ben, Grant, and Adam for their review of Episode 4 of Andor.
1: All right, thank you very much, Grex. Uh, welcome to another edition of Core World News, everybody. Thanks for joining us um, this week. Yeah. Yes, re- reviewing Andor Episode 4. Uh, it was a veritable cornucopia of Star Wars lore, gadgets, and really a lot of proper nouns. That make me very, very happy. <laughs> Grant and Adam, my guys, uh, how'd this uh, new jacket feel for size? This new
2: episode here, how'd you feel? Um, guys, I need. There's something I haven't told you guys. I fought on Mimbon when I was 16. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were a cook,
1: Grant. <laughs> oh
2: wait, I was just a cook.
1: <laughs> you were just a cook. I mean, you fought um, with probably some gnarly food. The yeah, uh,
2: love this episode luthan luthan rail is quickly becoming one of my favorite characters and what's fascinating about him specifically is sort of the parallels i'm getting with palpatine almost he's calling the shots in the in the shadows like from behind the scenes like uh, this character is a big deal in the canon at this yeah. point so yeah and only sure. elevating and then now just seeing mon mothman enter the the framework of this story is like, is obviously captivating
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: Aaron. We can talk super... about him for like 20 minutes at some point. But... Super cool husband. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: um, yeah. <laughs> kind of I... a jerk, But okay. Yeah. A little bit. Um, no, I, I, I think I counted. I think there's exactly literally three seconds of action in this entire episode, which is when a tie fighter goes screaming by and they have to hide behind a rock. Yeah, and man. I'm so happy <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I just, I mean, it's all suspense, right? It's a suspense show, and that's what it is. Like, just characters, the dialogue, there's so many little moments. Like, just thinking of the Luthan, the Palpatine, the moment when he is basically getting into his core character is, like, one of my favorite moments in the episode. Of, of like, him, like, remembering how to f- smile and, like, be gregarious is... So weirdly, like heartbreaking to me, like it just felt so depressing to have to like do that. It was great.
1: It was really great. I love. Yeah. Like just the gadgetry, like, again, it's I think it's Luke Hall is the name of the um, production designer. Look, Luke, Luke mm. Hall. Hall yeah. Hull,
2: production it, designer. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I mean, like, so it's like, OK, what does a closet look like on a starship? And it's like, well, everything, you know, your rings can't just be flopping around. They got to be like in right. a compression like crate that drops from the, you know, the side and is built into the <laughs> hardware and then a mirror flips open. And then like you got to see what a, a coat hanger in a starship looks like or in Star Wars. at all <laughs> yeah. looks like, um, yeah, that just like that stuff is I, I don't know. That stuff makes me as happy as anything in Star Wars. I think it's sort of uh, super fun. Yeah. Maybe that's land
2: of interior no i 100 percent. all that stuff and the uh, the isb headquarters what yeah. oh, what a crazy oh. gorgeous building like the i mean brutalist sort of architecture but like just luke hall's production design like the interiors of that set are super memorable remind me of, of sort of like bespin uh but also the deaths The you know the death star and other really areas where it's just yeah. glaring white almost kylo's room from rise like that's like that glaring white mm-hmm. and sort of like uh imperial sort of um brutalist uh architecture which I was, yeah wow. this
0: is and yeah, gorgeous cool. and just to remind people like they're not using the volume so there are scenes here that and th- there's a couple of good things online where they show the real world locations where they shot some of this and how they had to you know digitally compose some of it but it just it was really great It and it was really neat seeing some of those locations and how much how little work you have to do to make it look like star wars <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, just since you talked about a major part of Gaz there, like mm-hmm. the leader of the ISB, who is fantastic. Um, that's he's played by Anton Lesser, and um, he is. He also plays. There's this other show. It's on Amazon that I love. I think I've talked about it before called Endeavor. I've been trying to get people into this. It's a BBC show. Uh, oh, yeah. Period piece. And Anton Lesser plays a, a different like in head of an inspector bureau in that show. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: And also, like, tiny character in Game of Thrones, too, by the name of Kyburn, but no big deal.
1: Oh, he was Kyburn too, right? (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, of course that guy was on Game of Thrones. Like, I didn't know that, but come on, we knew that.
1: Like, yeah, yeah. he's a beast, and, like, the lines he like, every scene he's in, those ISB shots are so tight. The dialogue's so tight and so dense, and he's just, like, commands authority, and everyone, like, there's one where um, I think it's uh, Lieutenant Demo, I think is your name, um, just like exhales after he leaves the room. And it was amazing. Just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, we we get so many pillars of Star Wars in here and like fun ones. I mean, there are how many uh, how many of these rebels have gathered here? Is it seven? I think it's seven and
0: um, uh, th- yeah. <laughs> like, uh yeah now we're
1: seven it's sort of like
2: uh just the akira kurosawa influence <laughs>
1: so, yeah. yeah i know like
2: um, seven samurai
1: should be a pillar or something or yeah you're right kurosawa should just be his own pillar pretty much right
2: yeah yeah sweeping landscapes the sort of rebels uh their encampment it just, yeah definitely just it just falls right back into a kurosawa film at that point but obviously no lightsabers around so it's just know. You know, blaster bolts just a sort of Partisan group, like it's super exciting. I loved all the characters too. I mean, we've talked about Nemec before the record for like a few minutes. Like it, each character, I love, and they feel so different. I do. I am worried about a couple of the characters. I, I don't know who the first guy we are introduced to. I don't know who he is, but uh, I have a bad feeling about that guy.
1: <laughs> oh, are you talking about uh, Skeen?
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't know if yeah Skeen. I don't know where Skeen's interests lie.
1: Oh, yeah, you think he's uh, maybe not on we'll the see. up? Huh?
2: We'll see. We'll see.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Terraman seems like a straight shooter. Uh, I like his style. I
2: trust most of the crew. I think Scheme is just, I- I'm sure it probably yeah. has a tragic backstory I mean, and he wants to make a difference in the galaxy. But
0: sure. I yeah. I hate to break it to you. None of them are going to make it out alive. Yeah, you think it's just going to be Clem, <laughs>
1: Clem, as it yeah. were? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Clem I mean, Seven be like, Samurai. Walks
0: like, away. You need yeah. a name.
1: Yeah, in Seven Samurai, two live right. The the guy that started it, and then um. All right, I'm I'm blanking. But yeah,
0: I know. Uh, I'm trying to think too. I, I think you're right. It is two. Um, um I knew yeah. all of their names at one point. Uh...
1: Yeah, Mifune didn't make it. Right, it was like his swordsman. Anyways, it, there's no parallel there. I'm just I'm digging too deep. Um, off
0: the fly here. Mm, um, we'll see. we'll see. You might not be digging that deep.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? Um, anyone, uh, did anyone uh, bring any mad nard? Uh, here are they, they anyone drinking any mad nard? Um, behind the, the mic, yeah.
2: <laughs> no, I'm just having the uh, the just have nog. a little, <laughs> I'm
0: just med, drinking mednog uh,
1: med back nog. here. That's all, mad nog is that
0: <laughs> yeah, what it is? I it's med space no oh, <laughs> mad nog, like like eggnog, except mednog, and just I'm take like a sip. Yeah, ever so often having um, subtitles, it doesn't help <laughs> every time because they refer it's the second or third episode where they've referred to alcohol being Nog, N-O-G oh, and Oh, okay. it's 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 interesting. I don't know how I feel about that.
1: <laughs> you don't like a good Nog every now and then.
0: I mean, in real life, yeah, I'll have me a glass of eggnog about once a year and kind of don't like you kind of like having some.
2: Met yeah. Nog and take a real stick and shove it in their eye. <laughs> <laughs> Still in uh, Skarsgård, like oh, the performance It's
0: can... just so good, <laughs> and just so
2: it says real quite a bit. Like, I was thinking that would be the drinking game for this episode.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of in Can't... those early yeah. What's that? Uh, no, know, go for it. There's a lot of parallels in that early scene with Luthen uh, to Jen Erso's uh sort of entrance into the alliance as well mm. where they're just like i don't care about anything i just want to live i don't believe in the cause like just like let me live and get out of here and then he's like oh but they took everything from you what's great
2: yeah yeah and it's, it's very, very similar i mean um, what's crazy about this sort of story is like Luthen's taking cassian to this group of rebels on eldani who are going to strike against this imperial garrison and then try to steal the quarterly payroll for an entire sector of Imperials.
1: Yeah. And a sector like, is yeah. like hundreds of ga- of, of Yeah. Like and
2: this, so people. this tells me this actually gave way to some canon, right. Or where we are on the timeline, which is like, there's no Imperial over sectors or there's no plan to draw those up right now, or kind of like take entire se- sectors and sort of rob them of their sovereignty. And just, they haven't done that yet. It seems like they're just managing all the sectors that were, you don't think
1: they after. were referring to imperial sectors?
2: No, cuz they had like sick. One guy had six sectors yeah. to deal with. And I was like, "Ah, oh, I think that's right. like I think they're just d- dividing them up like everyone's getting a large batch of sectors basically."
1: Yeah, she um yeah, Demo got two. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we haven't seen anything cut up that way. We have seen imperial over sectors, but you're right, there was like five like total, right? Or yeah. six.
2: Right. And we're so we're going to Eldani to steal this stuff and He's trying to get Cassian on board. And uh, what's crazy there is he's like, I was going to stop this mission. Like, I was going to stop this mission unless we added Cassian to it. Like, unless we found a game-changing sort of, like, element that would turn the tide. And he's like, this mission's only a go because of Cassian. At the same time, Cassian's also treated as a mercenary by Val or, you know, labeled a mercenary by Val. And then he goes, well, you know, that makes him disposable. And I was like, whoa, yeah. like Luthan is just playing every card he has against the Empire. And he's just uh, back against the wall. He can only feed, you know, he has so many mouths to feed. He can only forge for so long. Like the lines that he's saying to, Mo- to, to Mon Mothma, like in this episode, like uh, it just you get a feel for where the rebellion's at, I feel like, in this episode.
1: Yeah, yeah. You even get a little.
2: I,
0: I oops. Go for it, Adam. No, I was just gonna say. So, so, I guess here's the thing: is forget Rogue One, right? Because it's a prequel. So we know why Cassian's so amazing because of Rogue One. I, it's interesting to try to figure out what Luthien's seeing, or Luthien's seeing in Andor or Cassian right now, right? Because that's the only thing he has referenced to, and it's just it really will provide interesting critical I think... redundancies
1: on all yeah, positions. Yeah, but I think all, that was it. on all it. positions. But he's like, <laughs> like competent at all positions, you oh. know, like in case someone goes down, he can fill. Yeah.
2: That's I mean, that's pretty clutch. This also felt like a and d game like at the beginning. It felt like <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. like a uh, sort of Star Wars.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think that's part of it though. Again, not to be like just being devil's advocate. I'm like, yeah, that'd be clutch. I feel like you could probably go to, you know, four or five cantinas and find someone you know, who who has some of that critical redundancy. I mean, he like he went out of his way and risked his life to get Cassian. And I guess I guess the thing about it is, is it just because he is he's capable of being radicalized, right, because of his history, like where he comes from? Like, it's just a, it's just a fascinating idea of just this idea of like it, he's, he doesn't have the force. Right. We know why we know why Ben Kenobi plucks Luke right because he's like literally knows him from birth knows he has the force this is just really just fascinating right like what drew yeah. again Luthien this, this is another guy. Palpatine
2: parallel I see where it's like uh-huh. he's finding he's using Anakin as an asset basically the Luthans using Cassian as an asset yeah. to sort of turn the tide in this this uh you know shadow war this cold war the Empire
0: right yeah
2: yeah that's that's kind of the feel I got I I think Luthan rails an incredibly interesting character I can't wait to see just how he like greases the Empire to survive or like what he's doing how he is making contact with the Empire because I imagine he has made contact with them before and I don't know I imagine he will again I'm interested to see what happens there
1: yeah yeah he's got a a heck of a story that'll probably come out later (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I think we only got about 10% of what's actually going on with him right now. Like we're going to get But a I feel lot. like Val
2: is also a great leader. The Yeah. The leader we mm-hmm. meet on um Eldani, kind of leading that little rebel cell. I really like Val. I hope Val comes through, makes it through this mission. <laughs> like I'm really <laughs> hoping Val comes through. <laughs> Me too. I am um, worried a lot of them are going to die, but we'll see. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they divided up their, like, skills a little bit, right? Like, they have a healer, they've got a spy, they've got a leader as Vel, they've got a scientist in Nemec, and then we don't really know about um, Taramin or Skeen, but I assume they're just, like, riflemen.
2: Yeah, Cinta. Yeah. Is the, Cinta's kind of the the medic.
1: She, yeah, she's the medic, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Lieutenant Gorn is the spy um which is kind of fun um we did get a good sort of like state of the rebellion you had started talking about that um they you know we we get from Cassian talking to Luthen a list of all the different types of rebellions that are going on right. sects. sex we get the Alliance mm-hmm. the
0: seps the gorillas alliance, yeah. seps gorillas. yeah the partisan front the partisan the partisans yeah uh-huh. yeah, yeah. We know the partisan. Aren't they all the same thing? Or whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, aren't they all the same thing, right? We know the alliance, yep. right? We know that's definitely Mon Mothman. And, and Luthen said he was part of that. And Partisan Front yeah. saw Guerrera from Rogue One and Clone Wars fame.
0: Yep. And, then, and also name checked in the episode. Yeah. And then
1: Sepson Gorillas. I don't really recall those specific unless it's like
0: based I mean, over separatists. Uh, that's what I was thinking. The SEPs are just some of the leftover separatists. Yeah, SEPs is just the shorthand yeah. for separatists. Yeah, um, which would know, make sense that they would fall into the rebellion. I mean, I don't know why yeah. their separatists would suddenly be pro imperial unless right. the empire, you know, cut them in on everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, we did get a couple new names checked. Um,
0: mm-hmm. When
1: Skeen is dressing down Nemec for falling asleep on duty, he's like, He's like, oh, he's like, you think this is tough? Marcy, Gavish, and Saw yeah. um, you know, would have your head on a pike. So um, I, I might have got those names wrong because I didn't have, that's just my ears listening. Yeah, yeah, it was. No, uh, I got them here. Yeah, Garvish and Mossy. Mossy. Like, oh, okay. Mossy. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. And they're, so, yeah.
1: Those could that's be some Andor
0: or gorillas. Yep. Could be. Yeah, yeah. And no other connection there, non-clickable links right now in Wikipedia.
1: Yeah. I wish he had so name check first. Instead of Saw <laughs> <laughs> ben
0: I mean. feel like Benfic would is like killing fools. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's I need some two beard. tubes. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was
2: crazy getting that name checked. That was wild. Um there's there's when the when Cyril Karn lands in Coruscant. He, like, you hear, like, the announcer list a few planets that I had never heard before. Oh, okay. I was like, there's just stuff throughout this episode that if you listen closely, there's like, there's some deep Star Wars lore, which is wild, given that Dan Gilroy is credited as writing the episode. And I'm just, I'm astonished with how many Star Wars references are in this from, he's obviously one of my favorite writers out there, but uh, Nightcrawler and. Uh, I think he did Velvet Buzzsaw recently. It's like he's yeah. just he does really kind of abstract art films. But like there are some deep cut Star Wars references in this. Is
1: episode. he like the John Kasdan to Tony Gilroy's Larry Kasdan?
2: I mean, that's father, son. These are brothers, but
1: I know. But I mean, like as far as like, like, is like, does Dan have all the is he like a real dork that loves like lore, maybe, wants to put a million things in there?
2: This episode is laden with just rich. Yeah. Lore so much yeah yeah, there's so much in here it's like a thick milkshake of lore in this episode and it's just talking heads and there's again there's not a lot of action
0: i mean the lore it's awesome i
2: don't know it's like it's awesome i almost just want more like i think released like three at a time would be fun i don't know
0: so my wife asked so the episode ended and she goes so are there is that it are there two more and I'm like <laughs> yes. no it's week to week now and she was just like she and she's been enjoying like all the live actions and she loves the Mandalorian but this is the first time I've seen her like actively disappointed that there wasn't more like she is wow. all in on this I show. think this might breaks. also be My only
2: yeah the only yeah. negative gripe I would give give against the show is the scene breaks and the endings feel a little forced sometimes like I'm uh-huh. almost like yeah uh, I feel like we could again we've talked about maybe dividing an episode into two other episodes or like maybe after this all comes out. I Can look at all of it and be like, oh, I don't know why this is all here. This should be, you know, we should right. shorten this, tighten yeah. this up. I, or something. It just feels like the scene breaks, the act breaks are, I don't know, a
1: little it's arbitrary.
2: Just, yeah, just, yeah. I need more of a hook. Like, I need people to actually just catch on to each other at this point. Like, I just if it's just an Imperial watching the uh, you know, Lieutenant Gorn on his speeder bike come back or something, just something that sets up, like, I just need to know what. I need some suspense in terms of like conflict and threat and outside faction. But the yeah. driver, I guess, yeah. Malak's driver, her husband. There's there's figures within their lives, and they all feel on you know uh, besieged I, by the empire. So yeah,
0: I think part of it is, and I'm just gonna say it since we're talking you know uh, about Andor with Candor is that I I feel like these are unnatural uh show breaks and i'm I'm yeah. laughing because th- like behind ben's head is the literally the last scene of episode <laughs> two right. which i have seen twice and i laughed out loud both times that ended that way because it's just like it's like the blinders
1: hero walk through the sparks he's
0: walking like just wherever and i'm like it's because like i really think like he wrote these as hour and a half like movies and they're just like and then we have to break it into these 30 to 40 minute breaks which is like i get it but i guess that my and i understand and i'm okay with it but i think i hope it'd be really cool if they edit these into a mini series type thing when it's all done like just just give me the three episodes because i really do feel like there's gonna be three episodes and we know for for a fact that season two was specifically written that way because season one was seemed to be accidentally written that way into like three episode arcs
1: yeah that interview on um was it the herd i don't know i know i forget what it's called now um that podcast tony said that like i think he he, he insinuated that the first season was going to be three episode arcs as well
0: uh, yeah i think what happened is they think i remember from that is that he didn't realize he did that it was part of it is that it kind of naturally lined up that yeah. way
1: another thing so he mentioned, did it yeah, yeah another thing he mentioned is like for his whole life he's been doing 120 page scripts and there how it, that's just like ingrained, and he's like, it's just so. He's like, you know, it's weird to have that freedom, you know. To I sense be able that to go here. Outside. I
2: sense that here actually quite a bit. It does yeah. feel like a yeah. movie chopped up rather than yep. yeah, written for streaming, written for a serialized sort of uh, oh. premium prestige streaming show. You know, like it feels like films chopped up, and yeah, that's fine. Like it's a cool feel. Like I almost feel like, but what's what's interesting is like I almost feel like. That whole first episode could have been the pre corporate zone and like Cassian being there slower, like looking for the girl from Canary, like setting up a kind of mystery mm-hmm. that, that we then just we would then leave behind and then mm-hmm. jettison for the second two, ep- the, the, you know, two and three, where it's like all Ferrex Cause yeah. we get a lot of Ferrex and I don't know if I don't know if we need a lot of like Cassian just running in and out of places talking to people on Ferrex. I feel like it's yeah, slows yeah. Thing.
1: I don't know. Yeah. didn't bother me at all. Like, I understand what you're saying, Grant. That makes total sense. They could, they could totally do that. Um, but yeah, they they don't bother me. I mean, I think they, they give us a really good long, you know, three episodes to start. And this episode was 49 minutes. Like I, I kept waiting for it to end. I had the opposite reaction where I was like, Oh, this is going to be 30 minutes and I'm going to just like be left. So wanting, but instead I thought this was like a really filled out, um, episode. Um, you know, 49 minutes, it's the longest episode single episode yet. Um, so I'm kinda hoping they stay around 50 minutes. That would be pretty nice.
2: Um, but even this yeah, episode weirdly I I, argue, I almost like it just I didn't expect it to end just on Cassian or however. Yeah,
1: at a on a campfire scene. He was at Campfire, yeah. they hand him they're like, do your homework, and that's how the, the episode ends.
0: Yeah, because it because yeah. it ended on an act break, not a not a episode break. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah that's exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a because, character yeah, if you break think of more than three, like yeah. So, yeah. If you think of the first three episodes, and I think I talked about this when we talked about it, like the only main action scene. in The sort of three episodes is second half of the third episode, where there's the fight in the in the in the factory, right? Yeah. Because that's the climax of your movie, right? Like that's the giant action scene. And I have yeah. a feeling the same things. Like we have very little action. We have a lot of like building and everything in this and suspense, but like there's no action scenes in this. And I'm guessing there's gonna be no real action scenes in the second episode you don't, and then you don't the third think we'll episode, see the
1: infiltration next scene
0: i think we'll see that i think we'll see like a, i think we'll definitely see like in terms of like suspense building and yeah. it's gonna ratchet it up and they're gonna do that but in terms of like when we get into a blaster fight <laughs> when they're like it's gonna be the episode three when they have to get out right and it's gonna be wait kind of that guys, is my guess.
1: i wonder i really think we're gonna see that the action beat next episode like they're going we
2: definitely in. could yeah. Do we get I, to I see so. Perrin's dinner party? Do we get to see that moment? Yes. Uh, oh my gosh. We so better. We better. Because we, we been, better. We the plummeted. setup for that is massive. At this yeah.
1: Point. I, I was we... saving this one. I mean, so yeah. okay, The greatest name and and Grant, uh-huh. you know, sent it to all of us mid afternoon, just with a <laughs> big, beautiful. <laughs> the picture. real
2: takeaway of this episode,
1: yeah, was uh-huh. none other than Slymore. Um, you know, so he actually, I heard like a bunch of words and Grand Vizier, but I was apparently like,
0: apparently a great hang, by the way. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Sly is a laugh riot. Yeah. <laughs> apparently a ton of fun, like likes to just like joke around and like, I, I cannot wait. I, this is, yeah. Did you, did you catch
1: the other name? He he said two names or she said two names. Mon Mothma said two names. Uh,
0: uh, once I heard Slymore, I basically just exactly it. And oh, erased all other names.
1: Yeah, Slymore is the best one, and we've been reading about Slymore a lot in the um, the comics, so we know a lot more yeah. of her backstory now, um, which we'll talk about soon. Uh, but uh, the the other name is R's uh, Dangor, Dangor. R's Dangor, and he's also he's um another he had, he wears the tall uh, burgundy hat. It's like conical. Double.
0: Yeah, yeah i yeah. think i know, I know exactly what yeah you're
1: talking. so essentially if they had uh masa meta and sate pestage they'd have the whole boy band together mm. um the whole rock band that's awesome
0: yeah. so um which it's yeah. so weird to think of these people at a dinner party
1: <laughs> yes don't you want to see like oh, i'm or yeah. dinner party holy cow i that's Maybe wild. that's the next episode. Maybe it's just the dinner party for forty-five minutes. Uh, what if it's a Slymore
2: be, like yeah. monologue piece for? Yes,
1: like... <laughs> if it's not, I'll be a little disappointed. <laughs> I what want her so, to like, you know, who live to this to party up.
0: Andor's charades. Like We're gonna play charades yet, so with Slymore intensively or whatever.
2: Like it, it has to just show oh. Andor at the end, and that's why it's.
1: <laughs> yeah, Slymore is a predator. We know she is a uh, force sensitive, right? hmm or sense yeah. of like sense of force but she can't really control it maybe she can control minds a little bit she's controlling, controlling Karen. Um, yeah no. well yeah she's controlling Karen's parents out of control, control. yeah uh, i mean but ugh. yeah she has she's definitely involved with the force so that's i i'm thinking we might see our first force usage um at that dinner party i think we'll see some funny stuff from Slymore. It might. Be, it's Maybe. a long shot call. But I'm. I'm thinking I'm like, it's
2: just going to be like a glance, and Mon Mothma being like, "I got to get out of here."
0: Like, I, I. I think it's why I can't imagine. And I don't mean this in a bad. I can't imagine a scene in this show that hangs on Slymore at her dinner party, like that's a challenge yeah. to yeah. to them to do that. I want to see that, but that's like I. I can't. Like there are things I never thought I'd see. Like I. I find seeing a baby Yoda more likely. Than I would have ever seen Slymore at a dinner party, <laughs> and I'm, and I'm very excited that, that we may get this.
1: They're going to be incredible actors, and it's mm-hmm. going to be fantastic. I, I, the bar is set high. I mean, they've blown like me away with everything they've done so far.
0: Oh, uh, absolutely. As far
1: as characters and the dialogue that all these characters are giving, minor characters, you know, the whole imperial thing. It's like, they're really tense, beautiful scenes just based on the the dialogue. We got another scene back in um. Uh, Hines, uh, Inspector Hines, Chief Inspector Hines, uh, office where they're getting mm-hmm. fired. Yeah. That was, yeah. which
2: is so good because I love the actor, the Imperial, um, Lieutenant from the ISB, the ISB uh, guy. Yeah. I love that actor. I think, uh, both him and, uh, the, what is the new Imperial, um, Lieutenant character that we're focusing on? Um, I can't think of her name. Um, I've got I it. It's, uh, uh uh, I like both of them a lot I think they're both I just too. super uh, I, I would just stern and like they're just wonderful performances as these sort of like rigid ISB intelligence officers like I just but like when he calls them out like he's like, what, like you're you're an imbecile like you're like you're uh, like, you're c- complete ineptitude and you're like uh, you know total yeah. uh, sort of um." Well, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was just like exactly each of their faults, basically, and I was like, "This is perfect. Like, this is a perfectly written scene at this point because it's it was totally yeah, had their in what They fail at
0: as a character. Yeah, it shows why he's part of the ISB, right? Like, he's not yeah. just some wacky. Like, he does understand. But yeah, there's like one of the most of diction. Yeah.
1: It's like starts with Major Penegas. That might be Lieutenant uh, Supervisor Blevin. Does that sound right?
0: Yeah, Blevins, the one who, yeah, Blevins, the one who's there, yeah, right? Yeah, who's, who's chewing out the three of them. Yeah, that's Blevin. Yeah,
1: Blevin. Um, and so it's like, they, as you go up the ranks, the, like, dialogue. Is it your right?
2: stupidity? Like, your, yeah, your ineptitude.
1: Ineptitude.
2: Yeah. And when you think about their storylines, that is their fault. Like,
0: yeah. It totally is. It's <laughs> spot on. And then we get another moment of it, of them, of something happening in a Star Wars that doesn't feel like a Star Wars, yet still works, which is... I can't remember the character's name raises his hand to Yeah, I talk <laughs> just, uh, and blevin just goes really just really yeah, yeah. <laughs> really seriously yeah very oh, non star wars lower. thing but was kind of perfect understand
1: yeah, yeah. And then he just like nails Karn to the wall. He's just like we're closing yeah. down this thing right now. Yeah, like it's happens. we're now it's this is now under permanent imperial authority. Like dude, like, the, no one's to taking the point your where job. He's
2: got to go back and live with his yeah. moms. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, a lot of a lot it of rappers like,
1: live with their moms.
2: Yeah. 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 Disgraceful discharge. Like it is bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a tough scene. Yeah, and,
0: which is why I mean,
1: he's <laughs> so cathartic and great i love that
0: <laughs> i you know but like that's yeah, exactly.
2: actually really a good i
0: know i think i'm i think i'm i i i am definitely pulling back on that based on mm-hmm. this but but he is still but he is still going to be he's still going to be the major antagonist in this oh thing. he's
2: you know what he's going to do is Cyril karn is going to kill luthan and rail that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And he's like, he's, what was the threat? Yeah, that like, he's going to
0: show yeah, up real dramas
2: dark. The for him to yeah. kind of brood over why he failed and exactly who caused and obsess, that failure and obsess, and obsess, and obsess about it. About yeah. Taking out Luthan, basically, because that yeah. was the X factor.
0: That I, I think this up ups with. my theory that he's going to end up killing um Cassian's sister as well. Okay. I think he's
2: all over Luthan. I think that's what's going to happen. That's yeah. The, you still that's think he's going to be part of the empire? Pull him out of the. The alleys of Coruscant, yeah. Back to I'm wondering if we're looking at. He's not
1: a fighter, though. Karn is not the kind of guy that's going to. No, he's perfect for that ISB.
2: Like when we see these ISB intelligence officers, like this is what he wants to do, basically.
1: Yeah, he's but there's no way they would hire him, like ever.
2: And you want to I see know. the Tyburn guy, you want to see him sort of like groom Cyril Karn. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, you want to see him get get a promotion. Like, you want to see him enter the ISB. So, oh, man. Yeah. We, we got to I think we're those also entry exams. I would love to know the process for ISB. And like,
0: yeah. Which is, remember, we're getting a two season arc, right? Oh. And we know exactly. that the second season, we're going to get time, more time jumps than we are in season one. And so part of me wonders if this is this, the contained story of Karn kind of. Proving his worth by taking out Luther, doing something else, and then we see his we see time jumps in season two of him moving his way through the imperial machine,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. he does have a redemption arc as far as like you know by going yeah. out taking care of him that he he gets recruited for the i s b yeah,
0: uh-huh. or he ends up as a or he ends up as a rebel, who knows like you know yeah what I mean like I doubt it, but like you you could have that moment, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, we'll see. He's in that'd a tough fun. place.
2: Yeah,
0: that'd be fun. But I mean, they
2: did all that law and order stuff with them early. That I'm just like, oh, it's gonna. He's gonna be
0: obsessed yeah. with order forever. I think so too. Yeah, I agree. But you could do it where he is. He sees the era. It, like he sees what what mm-hmm. happens to him. But I agree. I think I don't think I don't think there's a good path for him. I mean, I I just yeah, it's. I don't know. I lost it. I don't know I was say. But I love that the, <laughs> there's someone watching when,
2: his, when he greets his mom. And she's like, <laughs> yes. what, do you, what are you yes. doing over there? <laughs> I was yeah, like, what
1: you yeah, Coruscant's
2: got some <laughs> life. Yes. Yeah. I need more. Yeah. Coruscant's, you know, strolling on the Coruscant streets. I think it's all I want.
1: Same, dude. Same like we got to see like a bus ride and walk into your apartment and take in the elevator. I was like, how far down is he going to go? Because I was like, maybe he's like from 1313 or something like, you know, like the, one of the bad parts.
2: Yeah, it looks like the surface. It looks like it's still getting sunshine. Yeah. So he yeah. came from a it's a good upbringing, if you know Coruscant lore, because it just gets worse and worse as you go down.
1: Yeah. So. There's a lot of that you can't even see the sun.
2: Yeah. And I was they're, wondering. They're, you know. Yeah.
0: But I feel like some of the suggestion is that he is still working class, even though it may mm-hmm. go against. Like I feel like that kind of then yeah. harkens back to the fact that when we first meet him. <laughs> Which is still one of my favorite things of just, like, so in the episode one of, like, I see you've done some, you know, what's the word? Uh, alterations to your uniform. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, yeah, he's someone who's trying to kind who's of tailor into this. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Project a certain way. Present
0: a certain yeah. way. Yeah. Dress for the job you want.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, uh, from the first canon novel that was released, Tarkin, um, actually, I think it was a mm-hmm. second new Dawn was first, um, mm-hmm. they, uh, um, what Tarkin customizes his, uh, uh, outfit as well. He, he like hand like tailors. His oh, hands.
0: right. That's right.
1: And yeah, he actually yeah, yeah. sets, but like, he's such a like big player that he sets fashion standards for the, uh, for the empire. And then other people tend to follow suit.
2: Um, the whole, you know, the annual Tarkin hunt that he hosts, you know? <laughs> yeah. He must. Right. Be, he has like a hunting jacket and, yeah, it's has yeah. So
1: and like bad. they lose like two people every hunt. <laughs> remember
0: <laughs> that's right. a great time right. far. It's so great far afield. But hey, remember the time in the comics when Tarkin uh, uh, took off his shirt? Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> just, just let's all remember that for a second, and then we can move on. But that yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah, um, that happened. Did
1: Vader on his home planet? That I'm. Uh, you, we was in a game like three episodes ago, and I forget the name of it already. Yeah, uh, Tarkin's home planet. It's
2: oh, like Iridu.
0: Iridu. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. He hunted Vader in a comic on that planet, and uh, no, that was right. on
2: Chandar's folly. <laughs> Chandar's a different folly. planet. Yeah.
1: It was. I thought it was that was his home planet because he knew all the like the birds of prey and stuff like that. I think
2: that. it. I think there's a flashback to his home planet on Chandar's oh, okay. folly. Oh right, it was. But um, that's my one of my favorite comics ever. That's,
0: yeah. that, it's uh, that issue
2: is way too good. Um, yeah. Hopefully we see some. Hopefully we see some Tarkin and some other, you know, high up Imperial. I mean, again though, they call out the Imperial Navy in this book, in the show, where they're just, uh, you know, the the ISB chief is just like we're not security, like call the Imperial Navy to deal with that, like we're healthcare, we look for symptoms, you know, yes. if we can find symptoms, you know, the earlier we can find these symptoms, the better we can treat the disease, It's I was like, and they're in this immaculate, like sort of white room, they look like they're in medical attire. It's like, yeah. the, the, the monologue, Tony Guilherme's monologue is really accented by the costume design and the production design and sort oh. of the yeah. exploration of this rigid, uh, totalitarian sort of regime.
1: Yeah. I mean, so like that monologue really means that like we don't we're not fighting established threats like that's what we send stormtroopers after after, you know, like if there's like a thing that we can identify, we're trying to snip out the next threat. It's like the minority report sort of like we're trying to find the next thing that's that's brewing, which is really which is
0: great, which is why you have these two equally opposing forces just vying over Andor. Right. Because you have you have the size of the rebellion also trying to identify the next thing in the rebellion. And then you have the ISB trying to identify the next threat. Right. Like, it's just like, I just love the fact that. At the end of the day, Andor's story or Cassian's story is fairly small in terms of like what's happening to him right now. As opposed, and there's all these giant forces swirling around him that he's really not aware of. Like, he knows something's going on, but he's not aware of these two gigantic yeah. galactic forces basically vying for him right now.
1: Yeah. And I love how they're slow playing the scale of the galaxy. It's like we start yes. on the ground. It's Corpsec and some and some rabble. You know, it's kids in the forest. And then it's like, okay, now we have like low level ISB or I mean, it's pretty high level ISB. And then next episode, we're going to introduce some Grand Viziers, you know, things. It's sort of branching off with Mon Mothma. She's on a higher tier than everyone else. But, um, you know, we're just Mm -hmm. sort of getting there. And then, you know, who else who knows how high it will get? I would guess if we're going to get Tarkin, we're not going to get him till next season. But that's just a guess.
2: Yeah, and then just talking about how granular the show is. It's like we're getting this whole campfire scene with this rebel group before the big action heist. Like this whole episode was just a campfire scene with these rebels. And yeah, you know, that I just I appreciate that. I appreciate going, you know, taking the time to explore what that team dynamic is before the, you know, heist. So yeah. It's fun to see stages and the pacing of how they introduce us to new elements. I think it's really well done
0: yeah I, I agree and this is the longest season we're getting in any star wars show and i was a little like i i felt almost um not overwhelmed but i was a little shocked when i heard 12 episodes that's just not a disney plus move for right many or any of their shows and i'm like how are you gonna fit 12 episodes and now we're a third of the way through the season i'm like how are you gonna do all this in only 12 episodes <laughs> like right like right. and and the other thing that happened during this episode is that when they identified the plot of Cassian being part of this heist, I'm like, oh, that's right. You actually have to do something with Cassian that's furthering his character in action because it just felt like so much of the first episodes are him just kind of like caught in this whirlwind. And there's a moment of realizing like, oh, yeah, your title character is Andor. Cassian has to have some action and adventure happening, but everything that was happening around him was I felt just so interested in. And I'm like, oh, I forgot that he's it's his show,
1: right? Right. He took a back seat this episode. Yeah. You know, I was talking to Rocket Dell today, um, uh, aka J- uh, uh, Jason, um, and he, you know, he was guessing that like, you know, because it's going to be next season, like these sort of three episode arcs, like, mm-hmm. we could really get. Star Wars 007 here where it's like every three episodes is like another like Bond movie with him like leading all the way up there it could be like different how many
2: how many big set piece moments are they going to do in these 12 episodes I mean we have uh, for episode five I imagine we're going to get this big heist and we already have the phyrex escape it it was set pc but it wasn't you know I I imagine this heist is going to be a big deal um, yeah, I think episode five, is big... episode
0: six is the escape. Yeah.
2: And do we just deal with away. another big action beat? I uh, think so. Like 10 and uh, like 11 and 12, maybe like mm-hmm. are 11 yeah. and 12, the next uh, big thing. And they've been shooting these you know, two years. <laughs> I don't, I don't That's That's we'll what get... I'm guessing. I
1: know it sounds yeah. preposterous, but like, imagine if it was just like another huge moment, like and we get essentially so one, you know, we get five of them up until, you know, the end of the second season, like. That would be really we also fun.
2: want to see Cassian stick a, a re, take a real stick and put it in the emperor empire's eye. Like we want to see him yeah. basically after this heist, I think we want to see him like wipe imperial like data banks, like records, like yeah. protect Mon Mothma, protect other senators whose identities are at stake. Like, there's a lot for him actually to safeguard as well as sort of go on the offense. So, like, I I yeah. I want to yeah. see Cassian really scramble. Like the military intelligence, you know what I mean? Like really, yeah. I don't know. Disrupt that system. Like I really want to see the. I want to see them grow frantic and go into disarray. I want to see the ISB, this orderly hub, go into complete disarray because of what Luthien and Cassian and Val are doing, you know, and Saw and Mossy and you know, all these people.
0: Yeah, that would be fantastic, it, man. Yeah. I love that
1: idea.
0: I agree. I think you know to bring it back to to Jason's. Thought about kind of these like, was it like four different Bond movies? Yeah, essentially. I, there's like, something
1: yeah, ideas like adventures that he goes on.
0: Yeah, there's something probably to that because I know based on what we've read, this season's mostly going to take place during five BBY, pretty much all of it, and then what Tony Gilroy kind of talked about was that. These three episode arcs will each be a, another year leading up to Rogue One, so you're gonna have Wondering Four, Wondering Three, Wondering Two, Wondering One, and so you're gonna have to have these self-contained stories, even though they might be jumping yeah. forward and kind of like driving forward. So that's really interesting, right? And this idea of Grant, you might see them in each of these kind of like him becoming more and a bigger and bigger nuisance, kind of getting higher and higher on the radar of the ISB yeah. over these over these episodes or these these. Um, yeah, these plots, these Mm-mm. series. Yeah.
1: I'm wanted in 12 systems. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. And
2: we are, it does feel very James Bond with the uh, the sort of um, galas and dinner parties on Coruscant and that, that fanfare of yeah. Luthin putting on this whole, you know, act being a chameleon and sort of, I imagine he's going to go to a few late night soirees and... Mm-hmm. we're going to see is, off office dinner party like it, there's there's some fun sort of like you're seeing how people operate at the highest echelons of you know uh, society, society yeah. and then yeah. you're, and you're seeing how they're navigating the cruelty and the sort of malice and fascism and these people who are loyal to the empire like it, you're seeing how they navigate those fronts at these dinner parties which is like yeah. that's going to be fun I think that's cool
0: yeah. yeah. There there is a bit to kind of talk keep going on the double seven James Bond route. There is a bit of a feeling of just like Judy Dench's M and and mm-hmm. you know and uh Daniel Craig's bond a little bit between yeah. Luthan and and their relationship, right? Like this idea Cassian. of just Cassian's relationship. It's just I, yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. Speaking of luthan too, is like we really talk about his like I guess it's hard to say, I guess it's his cover, but it's also apparently his real life and what he does. Mm-hmm. Did, did either of you, like, I didn't know what Luthi and I assumed he was part of the, I thought maybe he was part of the Senate, like that's just from the previews, but to actually have him as a antiques dealer, yeah, an art yeah. dealer was so awesome. It was one of those things where he walked yeah. in and I realized what he was. I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. And his
1: assistants in on it too, and it's yep. like all like a whole play. Um, yeah. yeah, we definitely saw some Mandalorian shoulder gear in there. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of wild, like suits of armor with like, like three-foot spikes off the helmet.
2: Oh yeah, I saw that. That right. was crazy.
1: There was two. There was one in the back.
2: Don't forget was, like, the Utapawan club.
1: Yep, Utapawan club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, First yeah.
2: yeah. He picks up, talks about.
1: It. Yeah, there was some interesting stuff in there, and uh, yeah, she left with a wall hanging but uh is
2: is there anything in that or he's he was he's he wouldn't put anything in it in there because
1: like oh in the wall hanging hanging? no it's just a device because she's like i'm gonna take it on loan to give her an excuse to go
2: yeah um okay yeah yeah and the driver they were worried about the driver being
1: uh, yeah new driver I mean, who knows, like maybe her husband has something to do that. We should talk more about ah uh, Mon Mothma because uh, she's oh, so yeah. captivating. Yeah. now we see her home on Chandrilla, I assume, or maybe that's or those are her Senate apartments.
0: I think that's her Senate apartments. I assume it's on on course of
1: course not, right. She didn't go anywhere um but yeah, we meet her husband, we see her house. um we see what she sort of has to deal with there. and um, yeah, you think Genevieve uh, O'Reilly did a good job there
2: she's fantastic i would like it's so awesome to actually see her get some meat like some meaty screen time because i Mm -hmm. thought she was so good in captivating a magnetic in rogue one but again she's just you know sort of the leader of the rebellion in the shadows around the briefing table this we actually get to see her in the speeder car you know again it's that granular pacing where it's like she's in the speeder. She's landing at her par- senatorial apartment. She's getting yeah. out. She's going inside. She's taking her jewelry off. She's walking to her living room. She's meeting her husband who's setting the table for their dinner party that's, yeah. I, mean, I guess, going on later. And, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Love Mon Mothma. Love what she stands for. Love that she's, like, just, a, you know, going after her husband for supporting these, you know, megalomaniac fascists and what they're doing in the galaxy. And yeah, I think she's so great. I love that she stands up, you know, then and there to her husband and like oh, yeah. anyone else who supports the empire, who when the empire is shutting down hyper lanes and depriving people of food. And yeah, that's just, uh, I love it. I think this is perfect. Cause I think it's organic. I think people would start speaking out. People would start seeing the treachery and the crimes of the
0: empire. Yeah. They would say yeah. something. And you're gonna have two people who are in high positions of power um disagreeing, right? Because yeah. Perrin is clearly loving his privilege and, and, and enjoying benefiting on yeah. that privilege, right? And so he's got his I, like
2: Man Bun yeah. is like looking uh, good. He's got his <laughs> on.
0: Can he's... I can I just say storytelling through through character design is amazing because the Martin. second they showed him, I'm like, nope. He's yeah. no good. Like, his before he opened Chad, his mouth, actually. His, <laughs> right, Chad? He
1: had three robes on. Like, his robe had, had a Mad robe. Mothla,
2: he was One of the most interesting, compelling characters of all time. Why she married Chad, I
0: have I have no idea. I don't know. Kick <laughs> that Chad to the curb. She could do so much better. There's already, like, but
2: amazing like I, memes coming out where, like, people are taking her old lines where it's like, my husband made a critical error, and it's time for our divorces. Um, <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> yes
0: but i wonder I, if he's just a I, set piece in her game that she's playing you know i think at this it's a marriage of convenience at this point i think like you know what i mean well, like he was just like a regimental,
2: using each Regiment each other. guard in like hana city like I, was he in the military Did he see
0: a military past? like what was he yeah maybe Karen will read yeah. himself I don't, Does he I don't think so no uh i here's the thing is like i i think i i thought that what we see in Mothra, be like
1: jedi <laughs>
0: Take him yeah out. yeah Golly when Jedi she sees right. his outfit yeah i know what we see of mothra is very different than who we see in rogue one and who we see in the original trilogy she is very like stoic in those movies right like very yeah. removed emotional but like not like like i can't explain it like just
2: reserved she's reserved
0: eater and i feel like controlled. she's like, reserved and controlled yeah. perfect thank you ben perfect controlled and we see her not in this state, and which is fine. And I think we're gonna see her evolve too over these yeah. over these two seasons of someone oh, who yeah. just has gone through a lot of loss as well, right? And 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 sacrifice based on on the position she's chosen in the galaxy. So yeah, I think she's done such a good job of of introducing this character and and, and you know, illustrating the difference I between her and who we it. see yeah. later on.
2: And when she talks about being, you know, talking to Luthan and talking about being besieged by the Empire because there's all new faces in the Senate. Yeah. That really struck a chord with me because I was like, this is a great, like, I love, I think Tony Gilroy is so smart to kind of start the story here in, the, in, in Media Res in the timeline because it's it's a time now, I think, when the, 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 the Empire is kind of cooking the books on the Senate and, and putting yeah. their people in and sort of like puppeting that thing at this point. It's the beginning stages of it and they're putting new people in and so the old yeah. senators who have been around for a while are kind of like what happened to the senatorial body like it's just mutated
1: that's I a good know. catch grant yeah it's a good when yeah. she said new that's faces, I thought it was just like random spies but you're right
2: yeah it's a really yep. good spot to start in the timeline I think so I think that's a really really smart writing and uh well, I agree again yeah, Genevieve O'Reilly cool. just crushes that scene all new yeah. faces. She's like terrified, basically. It's almost she is like, shook. There's a dread yeah. that you feel with her. That like yeah. I feel like she really relays. Luthen's like trying to stick things in the eye, but it's like she's
0: there's dread there. There's she's on real, the front lines, but, like yeah, yeah. But by the time we see her when she's like really, really on the front lines, mm-hmm. right in in uh, in Rogue One and and Episode Six, yeah. she's like, yep like this is what it is right like she's not scared because i think at that point mm-hmm. something's happened where she does not care about what happens mm-hmm. to her right like she's not worried about herself because it's become part of a larger thing
1: i think there's a point at some point where like mon mothma makes a declaration against the empire and i want to say it came out of That's aftermath somewhere.
0: yeah yeah it was there that was some sort familiar. of like
1: it was like a Mon Mothba flashback or something, but there was I don't know I it, there's a story somewhere I think where she actually there's a point in time where she declares it's for in the, for the Rebels in
2: Rebels the first time. oh it's in Rebels she kind of yeah. oh right off. which actually
0: stands yeah. up yeah yeah, she yeah takes you're her right stand she makes and, an and breaks off
2: but all yeah um, but, that's a great um, moment too so that actually happens in Rebels um,
1: but it crosses over with this timeline
2: yeah that's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Rebels is kind of happening parallel to this show, which is – um, which could – they could converge at some point. Uh, it's an interesting uh, option there. But I, I loved that Mon – we got to see Mon Mothma like show her real like rebellious fire because I think – that you know it is a face she puts on when she's leading people that that's why she's like stoic and you know reserved and puts her voice on she's very much like padme amidala to me in the, you know mm. where it's mm-hmm. it's got like she she's a different character when she's a senator and then and also her fire with you know her husband is a lot like padme amidala to me as well um just like really passionate really you know um expressive about the uh you know the cause um, you know, and but then she puts her face on. But yeah, that was it. I just got a lot of Padme energy off of her.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's a really good. That's a really good call. Really, yeah, really. I think we see a lot of that. It'll be cool um, to go to the Senate with her,
2: especially. So I yeah, hope we do that yeah, soon that'd be great. So speaking her of drip, timelines. I think she wins for drip. Sorry, I'll just throw that last oh, thing. I, mean, yo, I think she wins. for, for it. Costume yeah. design, I would say. Yeah. Like yeah, woo, that costume. Yeah. Oh. Wow.
0: Yeah, oh, I'm glad you got that in because here's a, Ooh, the shoulder here's piece. a real direct turn. <laughs> Speaking of timeline, so we know that Cassian was in on Minbomb even if he was just as a oh, yes. cook. Oh Yep. Yeah. So he and Han Solo, totally one of spent fifty time together. to survive. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But the Minbomb I was just looking. It the campaign was only a year. It said okay, and we know that. Han Solo was there and Tobias Beckett like there is like some comic somewhere is going to have the two of them
1: intersect like, yeah like inter- talk yeah yeah I was wondering about that because I'm glad you did the uh, the math because I, I hadn't done the math yet I'm like uh, 16 years prior I knew it kind of worked out a little bit and then yeah that's uh, that's amazing I
0: know I kept trying to do it while I was watching the episode, and I kept breaking my brain because I kept going like, "No, no, pay attention! Like, stop yeah. trying to do math in your head." That's why yeah, I watch no, it and twice. so. When, and the and so when did for the for Battle time. of Mimbon occur then in the Solo timeline? Uh, ten BBY, so five years before this, which is what I thought. Which is is, is when Han so Which I think that checks out because we know that 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 Cassian dies at twenty six, so that would put him. By the way, by the way, wow, he's now currently <laughs> playing a. He's currently playing a twenty one year old. Yeah, that's Yeah, I in. think
2: that's what breaks your your brain. Is like Cassian <laughs> is is much younger. he's supposed to be much younger. Than Listen, you.
1: when <laughs> you live as hard as he does,
2: is a good, he's, a, he's a youthful-looking yeah. man. I think it's he pulls it off. He
0: is. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But he does <laughs> he does go clean-shaven in this episode, and it's like apparent that he's definitely not. Yeah, a teen. You know. Dude, it's just
1: hard. Living, we all saw bro. you too, Mama. it's
2: hard. All. We were there. <laughs> We saw, we saw him as a younger age. We know what he looks like
0: younger.
1: Yeah. I think there's a Tom Waits lyric that says, I look like I'm 47, but I'm 24. Um, that's kind of what's that's... going on with, with Cassie there. He's had a hard life, man. That's hard living, you know? Yeah. Working the mines, I, being a spy, being a salvager.
0: I also want to note that since last week, they have removed Cassie and Andor's birth date from Wikipedia. Oh, he now has no comment. birth year. So, so we'll see. So I think they're nice. kind of like trying to fudge the numbers a little bit with that, which, which, so everything lines up a little, a little better.
1: Yeah. Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> he's 10 years older. Yeah. I mean, but he grew up no, like in a weird situation. Now, yeah. now. Daniel yeah. Luna
2: is, for well, all um, potential purposes of the show, he's in yeah. his late twenties.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's but, in his late, you know, blah, 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 blah. We don't talk yeah, about it. But, late I, teens, but the yeah, other they're... thing. Yeah. Other thing I'll say about it, though is like, again, his childhood seems interesting in terms of like, lord of the flies so it might be those things he's like i don't know how old i am like right like like i literally have no idea like i could be 21 i could be 26 i don't know like at this point because yeah we didn't really track those things because we were just living There's time
2: dilation
0: yeah he's been traveling
2: around the galaxy
1: absolutely Um, (laughs) um that's really fun to think of those two like wouldn't you love to be a fly on the wall watching han solo and um Cassian andor talk that'd be pretty, fun. yeah. I
2: gotta imagine it's just Cassian putting some food in Han's bowl, but then I don't know, Han saying something that echoes Chicky. Cassian's mind forever, guys. We didn't even talk about the mention of the Rakatans, like the mm-hmm. uh, the Rakatan invasion. <laughs> I was oh, like, I think, the just been, uh, like I think there's a new, I think like they're now going with canonizing. The Rakatan invasion as being the sort of extra galactic threat that comes into this galaxy, right? It's like remind me got What the
1: Rakatan, Rakatan invasion is for the for the listeners, not for me. Yeah. yeah.
2: Just, oh, yeah. so Rakatan invasion goes uh, back to the I guess the first mention of the Rakatan Rakata species is in KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic, one, as well as two. Um, And they are a species, uh, they are uh, an ancient species of alien that built the Star Forge. It was like a super weapon that kind of predates Uh, Death Star. And it could build like, uh, you know, an infinite fleet of starfighters and you could take out pretty much anyone uh, in the galaxy. And apparently they had invaded the galaxy at one point and they have like uh, ruins and temples, you know, scattered across the, the known galaxy, the known Star Wars galaxy. And so. I guess they're now canon. I think this is the first real canonizing of the Ricotta. I don't know.
1: And so, uh, see serious John Kasdan vibes like off this off this piece. Yeah, like Dan and
2: boy, just coming with the deepest cuts, yeah. like throwbacks.
1: Yeah, we we like had zero lore bombs in the first three episodes, and then it's just like it was a lore avalanche. <laughs> And we're all yeah. like, oh, that's fine, you know, it's cool, <laughs> we're expanding the universe, but like, now I'm like, yeah, give me that lore.
0: Give me all of it. Yeah. A hundred percent.
1: Yeah, that was the Quinati signet, so that's another parallel to Jyn Erso's story um, where he he's wearing a piece of Kyber around his neck mm-hmm. um, as as she was in Rogue One, so um, yeah. We'll see yeah. how that plays out. Um, Man, I mean, yeah, we were we already talked about the the other alliance or the other rebellion forces. Um, can't wait to see that. <sighs> I think I'm there, I'm looking guys. through my, notes. Looking through
2: my notes for any final things I wrote down. Final
1: thoughts you all have? Um, went through the whole episode six times out of order, um, but it's it's all there, and it's just like, yeah, wouldn't you rather give it all at once for something real? I mean, that's some. That's a line that's going to uh pay off in Rogue One, you know. Yeah. Yeah. A little foreshadowing yeah. there.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: All that I, stuff.
0: I, yeah. Well, I do love that he's still he is he is right now a mercenary, right? Like he's he's in it for the money, which yeah. which I appreciate. We're not we're not starting with him completely on um, you know for the cause i think i think it is definitely alluring to him i think it's starting to work but he's convincing himself it's for the money and i appreciate that
1: yeah do we want to make uh final predictions for what episode five is going to be
0: i think episode five is the heist as you guys were talking about i think it's i think it's the infiltration and i think the i think episode six is the exfiltration okay so it's going to be two-parter so two-parter yeah my guess is cliffhanger when they're kind of oh we need to get out of here oh we've been caught <laughs> Okay. Things look bad.
1: Grant, yeah. what do you say?
0: Um,
2: um yeah, I would say it's the heist Cause, yeah, I, I I would agree with Adam. I don't think they're gonna cover the X bill on that this next episode because or they might cover the beginning of the their departure, but then when this when they go into the sort of meteor shower that they talked about, that might be, you know, that might be a meaty scene that needs to be the beginning oh, yeah. of the next episode or something. Oh, else. I yeah. like that. Yeah. like their escape. Um, yeah, it's hard to say. Uh, Mon, Mothma, Mon Mothma, I hope we get to see the dinner party. Maybe the tale ended like the dinner party. Maybe we've been there for a while and it's almost a point in time when Mon Mothma can excuse herself from the right. table. She leaves. Yeah. She's figuring yeah. out how to send funds to Luthen. She needs to talk to someone new. She mentions someone in this episode that can help. And we don't, we don't know who that is. We didn't talk about this.
1: She wants to bring. (laughs) Momma wants to bring someone into the
2: circle. Yes, the circle, by the way, guys. Which I think we called. One of us called that the circle when we talked about. I guess Disney registering that um, trademark. We were like, uh, (laughs) could it be like the what the rebels are called before the alliance? Like, is it the first ever sort of incarnation of the rebellion? And we did say that. We did say that. And turns out, that's right. It seems that the circle that and Rail mentions is this sort of early group, this early alliance. Yeah,
1: dude, good pull. I totally yeah. forgot about yeah. those trademarks.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Mean,
1: you, I think you brought. We all up
0: think a it's new story. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. I think
0: you're um, right. it's Space Jimmy Smiths, right?
2: Oh,
1: I don't know. No, That's I think no. They, they they had a I connection it, in it, the Clone Wars.
2: Be. No, Man, they, Jimmy Smith Smiths is just. Yeah. really covering some ground across all of star yeah i mean they brought him back say, he has found he his way it back already all of the prime ip like yeah. if it's <laughs> yep. if it's like if it's a prime like uh you know certified you know delicious uh piece of star wars you're gonna get a jimmy smith's in there yeah i mean Just you have to imagine
0: it. if you're jimmy smith's and it's they the call you for one and you're like i'm gonna step out of the shadows you must be like, all right, so this is great. It's like my last time I'm going to play this character. It's such a nice yeah. little swan song for this character. Cool. And they're like, they call him up like, like three years later. No, no, we're going to need you for like four series.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm sorry, what?
0: Yeah. Um, but that's in like amazing. five years.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I
0: don't think it's yeah.
1: Jimmy Smith's though. I, I think no. uh, he was in it since, I mean, the fall of the Republic. Um, yeah. I mean, he was before meeting, right? in he's the Clone meeting... Wars. Yeah,
0: he was in the Clone Wars because he was meeting with. But I, but in terms of like, I don't know how much he's involved Senator with Binks. active rebellion. <laughs> oh, Senator
1: Banks, free Senator Banks! I, mean, I mean, can you
0: can you imagine if and then the slow down Jar Jar's of redemption Jar Jar. in yeah. Andor? In Andor, that would be amazing. Oh, that might man. be the only way that works. I love, dude, I love see that I that. The only
2: way, yeah, yeah, Banks yeah, yeah. is for Tony Gilroy to write uh, you know, a three-part series.
1: I know. Like poor, like he got the worst fate ever in aftermath. Um, I would love to see yeah. some redemption for him. Um, I think it's gonna be a throwaway character. I think it's gonna be someone that Just is a like new... a new traitor, yeah, new character. Um yeah. and uh and and they it's it's not the right call, and they're gonna be um
2: yeah it's bad because Wait, i could just feel like know. ahsoka or something oh
1: I, it could be. I mean it could be fulcrum, fulcrum. Right?
0: that's fulcrum yeah Where, she was the first one right <laughs> yeah it could be fulcrum. F- it could be i feel like gilroy would be like who's that and no <laughs> right like what harrison doula harrison doula i just yeah,
2: don't see that be for
1: could be heroes no, yeah that's
2: just too much that's too much too much a uh, gilroy
0: i yeah i don't think we're gonna get much of that in here i mean think of it this way we we have gone we're four episodes in right and, and like and and we just aren't getting a lot of these i think in a great way like a lot of these and this it's not it's like the it's like the anti-mandalorian like what every time Draven? someone walks into the scene, it's from a new character rogue, rogue one Yeah, could could just be Draven. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's class. Yeah, Draven's a good call. I mean, but it's a little,
1: yeah, yeah. That would be fine. Um, I was just thinking. So Fulcrum in Rebels acted as a buffer between, um, the you know the Ghost Crew and the Alliance. And it was, Mm -hmm. I think, it was about halfway through Rebels that um, Mon Mothma finally revealed herself, or um, Jimmy Smith actually might have revealed himself. Bail Organa. One of those two were like, OK, this is the real deal. And then you're in the major leagues. So right. I guess. So I don't think it could be a ghost crew member. I think it would have to be Ahsoka. Um, if, it, if they were going to go the ony path.
2: If they're going that way. Yeah. That but makes it could sense. just be a new character, like a new senator who's maybe an Imperial right. spy. Or something yeah.
1: Funny. So that's that's my guess is it's going to be a rando.
0: I think so, too. Yeah. I think because the other reason is, like, I don't think they're going off of Coruscant. Does so that make sense? Like I feel like we're gonna have I, I think we're gonna get majority of Mamothra on Coruscant, and I don't think you're gonna have Ahsoka Contano traipse them back to Coruscant anytime soon. I mean, it could be through HoloFeed, but the feeling I also get from this is that they're so paranoid they they aren't doing any meetings via Skype, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Right.
1: No, they don't talk on the phone. Um or the yeah. comms rather. Um, you know who it could be actually? I I think the timeline might work out. It could be a akbar admiral akbar right Oh,
0: akbar would be
2: interesting i, yeah. I forget it could uh, be a moncala senator honestly like a new yeah character. it could
0: be or or it could or be think of,
2: think of a world that's sort of been um exploited by the empire and maybe a senator from that world yeah. like a moncala yeah. senator
0: well
1: yeah it could point, be radis but like akbar's father was king right
0: i thought can't remember isn't akbar a slave right now? Isn't he owned by or is that old canon? I can't remember if that... that's old transferred canon. New that's canon. Your, all the slavery stuff know.
2: is old canon. I think the new canon just got away got away with all that stuff. Well, yeah,
1: except for the Zygerians are still The
2: Zygerians, yeah, are always they've always had that in their culture or something.
1: Yeah. I don't know. That's that's my only other long shot.
2: I so I, I actually yeah.
1: I'm gonna shoot the moon here. I'm gonna say we're gonna get the full uh heist next episode um you know with maybe they don't get out of atmosphere like maybe they hit the um meteor shower but i feel like mm-hmm. and i think it's going to be intercut with the uh heavily with the dinner scene yeah and and yeah. we're going to see uh karn enlist
0: yeah i think that i think that's a really i think it's really smart i think i think the parallel storytelling of of a action past Packed, really right. stressful heist with a really stressful dinner, dinner scene. Yeah, is like really really be fun to watch. Just cutting back because it's just like between both of those things, I I would love to see that. And I think, kind of the beginning, of the meteor shower might be the perfect way to break the episode. Right, Like that yeah. visual of of it starting. I think that's a really good call. Yeah.
1: No, oh, that's my that's my go. Good Let's call. See. Oh, man, I love the mystery. So they even put a little mystery box in there, too, for who this person is. That's going to be that's going to be interesting. I mean, Mon Mothma's path, we're going to essentially yeah, see her from full-blown senator to probably totally rogue rebellion leader over the course of we will over the course of these two seasons.
2: Hopefully we get a Boffin in this show, too. I mean, oh, yeah. Great. Just one bother renowned spies. Let's give let's do one show in the spy show, one one bother in the in the spy show. Yeah,
1: yeah, Not totally. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, all right, guys, really great job. Um, anyone have a game this week?
0: Uh, nope.
1: <laughs> gonna, is we're gonna forget it. it my week,
0: is I it, think it's my, it, I think it's my week.
1: <laughs> fine. Um, yeah, that's okay. We'll we'll bypass the game this week. And um, we'll, yeah, we'll get back on it next week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Well, uh, everyone, thank you so much for listening to us uh, this week. You're the greatest. May the Force be with you.
2: This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at Core World News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you and good night. Remember, the Force will be with you always. AHHHHH <laughs>